This is an AMI podcast. Welcome all to AMI Audio's coverage of the 30th Annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame Induction and Awards Ceremony taking place here at the historic Fairmont Royal York Hotel here in Toronto. I'm Jacob Shymansky, and with me is manager of AMI-audio, Andy Frank. Andy, how's it going? It's always a pleasure to be in uh, this room or any other room on this uh, floor of the Fairmount Royal York where we've been now. This is our third time broadcasting an event from this fantastic organization. It's great to be back, and it's great to be here with you, Jacob. Likewise, likewise. It is an elegant room. Do you want to paint us a little portrait? I'm really curious. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go from up down. Uh, There's... (laughs) I think nine <laughs> chandeliers here in this in this room. It's uh, yeah, Sam Baba here on my uh, on my right, our technician on site, is counting them for me. I think mm-hmm. he's confirmed that nine beautiful chandeliers, and uh, we have uh, I don't know. Uh, we're, we'll have a capacity of about uh, three hundred and fifty people or so gathering for the luncheon. Not there are bad. eight people to uh, each round table, and each one of the round tables has uh, some salads on it, and some bread rolls, and some flowers. And a little piggy bank that uh, you're going to hear about a, lot, uh, a little bit later uh, that from our MC. Um, there are um, there's a stage uh, like a dais on my on my right, about halfway down this rectangular room. We're at one far end of it, and uh, on that stage there are some awards that are going to be handed out to the um, Hall of Fame inductees. Mm-hmm. There's a Canadian flag and an Ontario flag. Uh, on that stage as well and a single podium microphone and there are a couple of big screens on either side there will be some video presentations that you'll be hearing the audio from as the uh, as the luncheon goes on and um, yeah and the, so it's a gorgeous room uh, the people are just coming in now so you're going to start hearing more and more din as uh, we uh, lead up to uh, the stage activities that will kick off around noon sharp Jacob descriptions aside I can confirm that the vibes are immaculate in here it's um People seem to be in a good mood, dressed to the nines. People comb their hair and pluck their nose hair, even pull out the lint roller. <laughs> You're talking about yourself here, Jacob. I know that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Jacob is very eloquently dressed here as, as well. Oh, thanks. Oh, you didn't need to do that. Lovely, lovely gray suit and a, and a radiant pink shirt. So he looks, looks the part. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about myself now. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, yeah, cool. Now, we're here, of course, for the induction of the three new members of the Hall of Fame for the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame, those being uh, Chantal Benoit in the athlete category, Michelle Stilwell in the achiever category, and former Prime Minister Stephen Harper in the builder category. You're here um, with us right now. You might be expecting Double Tap to be playing at this hour, or... Um, My Life in Books at 1 p.m., but don't worry. Both those shows are going to be available as podcasts shortly. Actually, they should be available right now, Andy. Double Tap will be publishing at noon sharp, as it does every day. The podcast publishes at noon sharp. Noon sharp, okay, perfect. Eastern time, of course. Mm -hmm. And we will be back with Kelly and Ramya at 2 p.m. They always have a fun time on their Friday shows. Indeed, and uh, we will be back for that at that time. Uh, this particular uh, broadcast will also be available as a podcast in uh, the days to come. So if you miss anything or uh, you want to hear any any bonus content, that's where you're going to find that under AMI Audio Live is where that particular podcast lives. Great, thanks. To give you a little idea of how this is going to go, there's going to be a 
couple opening statements from uh, Rob Snoke, as well as Raymond Cho, the um, mem- uh, member of the provincial parliament for Scarborough North, as well as the singing of the national anthem. And at 12.20, the lunch portion of the event will go, and that'll go until 1.20. During that hour, we're going to leave you with some interviews. Our colleague, Joey Gupta, our colleague at AMI-audio, has uh, recorded in preparation for this. And those three interviews are with the three inductees, Chantal Benoit, Michelle Stilwell, and Natalie Wilkie. Natalie Wilkie is getting... Uh, is one of the 10 recipients of the King Clancy Award. And yes, the King Clancy Award is uh, dedicated to Paralympians. And uh, there, there were some King, King Clancy Awards handed out earlier this calendar year mm-hmm. um, in uh, at the Great Valentine's uh, Gala, which also took place at this hotel, which we also broadcast. And uh, there'll be 10 additional recipients or uh, people being celebrated for their achievements at the Paralympic Games which is one of the, the big things that this is about. This, is a, the, uh, this whole organization is very dedicated to putting Paralympian medalists on the same plane, as it were, as Olympic medalists. They, this is one of their missions. They have multiple missions, as you'll hear about mm-hmm. from the uh, stage speeches. But, uh, yeah, there'll be a number of people coming in to uh, be honored. This is such an exciting venue to do this in. I mentioned that it was a historic place before. It really is opening in 1929. Uh, It's been host to many great events like the G20 in 2010. It's held all sorts of guests throughout the years. Uh, Big names like Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Queen Elizabeth II, where she rented out an entire floor. Big names. It's an elegant place. Uh, I couldn't be more excited to do this here today. Well, of course, it's one of the famous Canadian Pacific hotels, and it's uh, located directly across Union Station here in downtown Toronto. And, yeah, anybody who's been anybody over the years, uh, any music performers, athletes, uh, rock stars, you name it, uh, they've all come through these, these doors at some time, Jacob, um, over the over the years. I was telling Jacob earlier that mm-hmm. um, uh, off-air about... Elizabeth Taylor and uh, Richard Burton uh, having spent some time here and he said who? And I said yeah, yeah, I'm uh, there's definitely a generation gap here at this table ladies and gentlemen, there's a big old chair called the gap between us anyway, yes, anybody who's been anybody ever has been at this hotel here, anybody who's been through Toronto at any time. Well, they have a a bar here called the uh, Imperial Bar that used to be a nightclub that ran from the 40s to the 90s. And there were big names that I actually do recognize here. Uh, Duke Ellington played here, uh, Ella Fitzgerald, Buddy Rich, uh, Tina Turner, big names coming through. And that uh, that bar is a, a lovely bar if you're if you're if you're inclined to go to bars um, and uh, if you have a chance to go and visit it if you're in downtown Toronto, I would encourage it. It is a beautiful bar, um, and as is everything about this hotel, um, and they treat you right too. You know, they, there's a, a great feeling of being welcome, and uh, every, every time we've come here, we've been so well treated uh, from A to Z, and. So it's such a pleasure to be here, and it's a pleasure to bring this event to you uh, once again here on AMI-audio. Yeah, we've had some uh, fantastic first impressions of this event. I'm looking forward to the rest of it. We have some, I told you, some big names that have come through this venue, but we do have some big names coming through today, uh, namely a couple politicians. Um, 
the biggest one being former Prime Minister Stephen Harper. We also have uh, Raymond Cho, who's a member of Provincial Parliament for North Scarborough. And we also have Lieutenant General uh, Elizabeth uh, Dowdswell coming through as well. And that's a message from the stage saying that the event is going to start in about two minutes. People are making their way to their tables. And I think it's also important to note that the founder and chair of this organization is Vim Kochar. He is a former senator. He is a retired businessman and um, engineer. It's a tremendous personal history. I would encourage you to look up Vim Kochar, K-O-C-H-A-R, uh, on your uh, computer machine at some point in your life because this guy's accomplishments are incredible. But this That's event, right. this, this event, and he will remind us of this. This event is not about him, but it would not ever have happened without his input. You will be hearing from Vim a little bit later on, but yeah, he's um, he's definitely the driving force, and, and they'll explain from the stage why it is that they do what they do at this organization. And uh, so, yeah, but I just want to acknowledge Vim Kochar. Yeah, of course. He's a big name, too. He's arguably one of the main reasons why we're here, being the uh, founder. Uh, I'd also like to talk a little bit about the about Rob Snoke, who's the first voice you're going to hear coming up. He's our MC for the ceremony. He was a para-athlete himself. Andy, he has the record for the long jump at 5.9 meters. Wow. Can, can you jump that far? No, I can't. I can't even see that far. That's that's amazing. <laughs> can't even see that far. <laughs> that's amazing. He's also a very well-known broadcaster who's worked for CBC Sports for over 20 years, covering indoor volleyball, beach volleyball, and uh, Olympic snowboarding. You might also know him as the color commentator for the OHL's Peterborough Pete's. He's very well-known over there. So he is no slouch to public speaking. He's also a very um, outspoken advocate of exercise and sports and physical activity for people with disabilities, which is something that doesn't come easily for a lot of people with disabilities due to barriers of finances, barriers of transportation. Um, but it's people like him that make a big difference. And he's been the MC at uh, every event that I've witnessed here, um, whether on the air or off the air. So he's uh, very familiar to this particular environment. And uh, so I think we're going to be going to the stage, I'm going to say, in about uh, uh, 10 or 15 seconds by the looks of things. People are just sitting down at the tables right now, and um, so we're going to take everything from, from the stage. And then when we go off for lunch, um, remind us again what's going to happen during the lunch period. During the lunch period, we're going to be playing back interviews that our colleague from AMI uh, Juwita Gupta interviewed in preparation for this 30th annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame induction ceremony. It's fittingly three really awesome interviews she recorded with the three inductees, Chantal Benoit, Michelle Stilwell, and Natalie Wilkie, okay. one of the recipients of the King Clancy ceremony. And here we are getting started. We'll take you to the stage. And let us begin. Welcome to the Royal York on this beautiful Friday in October. We're absolutely thrilled that you could be here. My name is Rob Snook, and I'm your MC for today. This is our landmark 30th annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame luncheon, brought to you by the Canadian Foundation for Physically Disabled Persons, 
and presented by CIBC. My background is in sport and broadcasting, competing in three Paralympic Games as an athlete, and these days I work a lot as a play-by-play -play announcer for Olympic and Paralympic sport here in Canada and sometimes around the world. And for a long time, it's been my pleasure to also serve on the board of directors of the foundation, the CFPDP. And I have a date with me today, and I know I'm going to get in trouble for this, but my wife Pam is over here at table 32, and um, yeah, well, there's more, there's more. It was 30, believe it or not, I know I'm really young, but 33 years ago on this date that this very, very young couple tied the knot. So this is our anniversary. So three kids and even a grandson later, here we are, we had to spend the day together. All right, if I may ask you to please, and I'm going to do the same thing, let's take our cell phones out and at the very least put them on silent. If you're really brave, just turn them off. That'd be awesome. We acknowledge this afternoon that we are gathering on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabek, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples. We wish to recognize the enduring presence of the many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples. Now please rise, if you can, and welcome the arrival of the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame inductees and today's special guests. Paralympian Michelle Stilwell. George Presbolowski, co-chair of today's event and a founding board member of the Canadian Foundation for Physically Disabled Persons. Tony White, also an event co-chair and director of the CFPDP. Patrick Jarvis from the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame Selection Board. Patrick has graciously agreed to step in for Selection Board Chair, the Honourable David Crombie, who's unable to be with us today. David's wife, Shirley, recently passed away and the family is in our thoughts. Patrick Jarvis. Let's also give a hand to and warmly welcome 10 Paralympic medal winners from the Beijing 2022 Games, today's King Clancy Award winners. good-looking crew if you ask me. Thank you so much for being here today. I'd also like to recognize the Honorable Vim Kochar, Founder and Chair, Canadian Foundation for Physically Disabled Persons. Now please join me in welcoming to the stage Major Beverly Ivany, Director of the CFPDP, to the stage for the singing of our national anthem, and for the saying of grace.
Please join me in singing our national anthem. <clears throat> oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love in all of us command. With glowing hearts we see thee rise, the true north strong and free. From far and wide, O oh Canada, we stand on guard for thee. God keep our land glorious and free. O oh Canada, we stand on guard for thee. O oh Canada, we stand on guard for thee. And please remain standing for our prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, just coming out of our Thanksgiving weekend, we are so thankful for many, many things, our family and friends, for our shelter and food, for our security for this land of Canada. And yet we have been made so mindful in these last days of the great trouble in our world today. And so for those who live in constant fear, gracious Heavenly Father, Give them a sense of comfort and peace. And for our event today, we just ask that it'll be a wonderful experience for all who are here, our conversation around the table. And Father, we ask that you will bless this food to our bodies. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you, Beverly. As a long-time tradition, there are, on your table, well, we call them piggy banks. I don't think they're piggies, but you see them. And you can make a donation in support of the Canadian Helen Keller Center. CHKC provides accessible housing, programming, and intervener services for people who are deafblind. Everybody's so excited to see each other. That's great. CFPDP, this foundation, and the Canadian Helen Keller Center have a proud shared history as both organizations were founded by the Honorable Vim Kochar with help from other passionate individuals who wanted to make a difference. CHKC's most ambitious project to date is underway. It's a 56-unit affordable and accessible apartment building for people who are deafblind and living with other disabilities. That apartment complex will be built just west of us in Etobicoke. So in previous years, the piggy banks, well, we've had many generous people put money in, but then we've also had many generous people who've agreed to match the money that's been put in. And so we're always open to that kind of matching. So be generous, and if there's anyone who wants to step forward, uh, please do to one of the board members or to Vim, and uh, let's see if we can match it again another year. There's also a draw this afternoon for a door prize. If you've not yet put your business card in the raffle drum, please do so during lunch 
or give it to any member of the foundation team. And if you forgot your business card or you don't have a business card, there are some blank ones that you can write Rob Snook in and then put it in there as well. And that would be fine. Or your name, I guess. You could do that too. And today's door prize is a one-night stay at this beautiful host hotel, the Fairmont Royal York. We will draw the prize at the end of the luncheon, and you must be here still, must be present to win. It's now my pleasure to introduce the Honourable Vim Kochar. For the past 39 years, Vim has played an active role, that's an understatement, an active role in the community by founding and leading the CFPDP. So please help me welcome to the stage Honorable Vim Kochar. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming you today for our 30th annual induction ceremony is an immense privilege for me. Thank you for being here and for always supporting our cause. Today, I would like to salute our three remarkable inductees. Chantal Benoit, Michelle Stilwell, and the Right Honorable Stephen J. Harper. Unfortunately, Stephen is unable to join us in person. He has sent a thank you video. The Canadian Disability Hall of Fame is a tribute to many remarkable Canadians who have inspired a whole nation to reach for their dreams. The contribution of our 126 inductees adds up to over 2,500 years of collective service. That's my friend sets Canada apart as the best country in the world for people with disabilities. I encourage all of you to visit Canadian Disability Hall of Fame on ground floor of Metro Hall at 55 John Street. I'm also very proud of 10 Paralympic medal winners from Beijing who are with us today to receive their King Clancy Award and podium checks. For many individuals, physical disabilities, the most significant hurdle they face stems from misconceptions held by others. That is why for almost four decades, our mission has been to reshape the way Canadians view disability. We always focus on abilities. While I have been talking, 
I've been looking at the piggy banks on your table. By golly, I don't know how many times we can say that. Miss Piggy is seeking help with 56-unit apartment complex that the Canadian Helen Keller Center is building for people who are deafblind and others living with disabilities. Please fill up the bank, use the credit card slip on your table, and give generously. Thank you to our MC Rob Snook for being a role model for everyone who knows him. We are also very thankful to Patrick Jarvis with us present on for our 2023 inductees. I want to conclude by thanking our sponsors, our organizing team of George Presvaleski, Tony White, Christine Payne, Dorothy Price, Rob Hamm, and each one of you who has come to support us. Please keep coming and keep the flame lit, and together we will continue to make the difference. Thank you very much. Eloquent as always, thank you, Vim. Certainly appreciate all you've done and continue to do. Now I'd like to introduce the Honorable Raymond Cho, Ontario's Minister for Seniors and Accessibility, to bring greetings and welcome Minister Cho. Hello everyone, good afternoon. What a crowd. What an impressive coming together of all these incredible people. Being here with all of you is so very inspiring. As Ontario's Minister for Seniors and Accessibility, I get the honor of a meeting with so many wonderful people all around the province. This event brings so many outstanding people who have so many incredible abilities. It is truly uplifting. When I come here, I think about my hero, Tex Terry Fox. As we know, Terry Fox lost one leg from cancer. Terry Fox said, if you try, anything is possible. And to that, to that I say, if you don't try, you don't achieve anything. 
His words continue to inspire me. I had the honor of traveling to Thunder Bay this year and was able to visit his memorial that overlooks Lake Superior. It was a humbling experience, but I continue to take his word to heart. And as I stand before you today, I see a room full of Teddy Foxes here. Each and every one of you are people who each and every day inspire, who turn their challenges into abilities. People like Unstoppable Tracy. I met her last year. I couldn't find her today. And there's a reason that she is known as unstoppable because she is. And it is unstoppable Tracy and everyone in this room that sets the tone for our community. As I become more mature, as people become more mature about people's abilities, I feel that we as a society become more able. One person who certainly helped to change the world for the better is not here today. But my good friend, David Only, was someone who has left towering legacy. I was so glad to see his better half rooster earlier. October is National Disability Employment Awareness Month. It is a time when we highlight all the great opportunities for people with disabilities. And one of the reasons that there is a such a great celebration and success was due to the work of David. He was a friend of mine. I knew him for many years before I became a minister. David was in broadcasting, and I was a Toronto City Councilor. And when Premier Ford appointed me as Ontario's first minister for seniors and accessibility, David and I had many conversations. He said to me, what needed to be our top priority was to make sure that people with disabilities were given a fair shot in the workplace and that there should be meaningful training and good paying jobs for all. David emphasized that the best accessibility for people with a disability is to let them have a good paying jobs. And we are doing that. Now, there is a skills development fund that invests directly 
into working with our community to provide meaningful training and create good-paying jobs. Our journey continues. Together, we are showing the world that no matter what challenge you may have, that we all have incredible abilities, that we are all making the world a better place each and every day. Each of you in this room inspires me. Each of you motivates me to continue the journey. I thank for all being here and opportunity to speak with you this afternoon. Let's all work hard. Together, we make a better Ontario for the people with all abilities. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Minister Cho. And thank you for reminding us about a great friend of the Foundation, David Onley, who was not only a friend of many, but a mentor to many people in the disability community and el elsewhere. Uh, we miss him, but obviously his legacy lives on. We'd also like to thank CIBC for being our presenting sponsor today. Your support is greatly appreciated. Thank you to Deloitte and Scotiabank, both diamond sponsors, and to the Hal Jackman Foundation and Guattari Group, our gold sponsors. We thank Post Media and the National Post, our national media sponsors for this event. We would also like to thank Accessible Media Incorporated, AMI, our broadcast sponsor. Yes, did you know that this event is being broadcast live across Canada on AMI-audio with hosts Andy Frank and Jacob Shemansky. Yes, it's awesome. So be careful what you say. No. Thank you to Air Canada, our travel partner. We thank Canadian Hearing Services for sponsoring the captioning and our ASL interpreters. We welcome and thank ASL interpreters Scott Houston and Jamie O'Connell and captioner Denise Agard for being with us today. And to all of the people and communities and corporations who helped make this event happen, it takes a village. Thank you. Your support is greatly appreciated. Now, yes. You'll be happy to hear my next paragraph. It's, please enjoy your lunch. And while you're doing so, we invite you to learn more about our inductees. If you're here at the Royal York, you can dig into the Why Not magazine and buy your seats. And if you're tuning into the broadcast on AMI, you will hear pre-recorded interviews with our inductees and a King Clancy Award winner. I'd also like to draw your attention to the screens for some of the special guests who are with us today. Again, CFPDP recognizes and thanks our corporate sponsors for their continued support. Enjoy your lunch.
You're listening to AMI-audio's coverage of the 30th Annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame Awards Induction Ceremony. I'm Jacob Chamansky here with Andy Frank. The venue is the historic Fairmont Royal York Hotel in Toronto. Just a quick reminder that if you're tuning in here for Double Tap, don't worry. It's already available as a podcast. And you can also tune in tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. The lunch portion of the event has started. It's starting to smell good in here. And that means that we're going to be leaving you, as promised, with three interviews that our colleague at Accessible Media, Joita Gupta, um, recorded with the three inductees into this year's Hall of Fame. The first one being with Chantal Benoit. Chantal Benoit is a seven-time Paralympian and three-time gold gold medalist in wheelchair basketball. She's widely considered the greatest female wheelchair basketball player, not just in Canada, but of the entire world. With that, we'll be back around 1.20, 1.30, something like that. We're not sure. We'll see you soon. You'll be able to find Joita Gupta's interviews with Chantal Benoit, Michelle Stilwell, and Natalie Wilkie very soon, either on AMI-audio's YouTube channel or the podcast feed for Joita's show, The Pulse, and that'll be available on whichever podcast platform you prefer. The following is the remaining portion of the event taking place after lunch. Welcome back to AMI-audio's coverage of the, the 30th annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame induction ceremony. We're just wrapping up the lunch portion of the event. Rob Snook is up on the stage right now, picking us up on where we need to be. We'll take you to the stage right now. Engagements this afternoon. Hope you enjoyed your lunch. Before we begin our official induction ceremony, I want to introduce the previous inductees to the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame who are here with us today. If I could ask you to hold your applause until the very end. So here they are in alphabetical order. Jeff Adams, Archie Allison, Frank Bruno, Alan Dean, Sudarshan Gautam, Bernie Gluckstein, Patrick Jarvis, the Honorable Vim Kochar, Jim Kite, Lauren McDonald, Dr. Jamie McDougall, Brian McKeever, Jim Sanders, Dr. Charles Tater, Jeff Thiessen, and Mark Wafer. Now, let's hear it. Now I'd like to welcome the Honorable Elizabeth Dowdswell, Lieutenant Governor of Ontario, to bring official greetings. So I will draw your attention to the big screens. It's my pleasure to extend warm greetings to all attending the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame induction luncheon and sincere congratulations to this year's honorees, Chantal Benoit, the Right Honourable Stephen Harper, and Michelle Stilwell. These inductees have demonstrated outstanding accomplishments across the three selection categories, athlete, builder, 
and achiever. On the basketball court, inside the halls of our federal and provincial parliaments, and in the boardroom, these three individuals exemplify the very definition of accessibility that was put forward by my late predecessor, the Honorable David Onley. That which enables people to achieve their full potential. Himself an inductee into the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame, Mr. Onley tirelessly advocated for a just vision for accessibility in Ontario. Realizing this vision rests upon strong collaboration and engagement across all sectors of society. In the spirit of that collaboration, I commend the significant role that the Canadian Foundation for Physically Disabled Persons has played in providing resources, advocacy, and opportunities for people facing physical challenges. Indeed, the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame is filled with the remarkable stories of remarkable people. The achievements of today's inductees rouse us to reimagine our world and its possibilities, to see not only what is, but what can be. They remind us that there are many different ways to tell our stories, and that this diversity of lived and living experience enriches our society. And they stir us all to give, do, and be more. As Mr. Onley also said, we're all role models to the person that we motivate. As the Lieutenant Governor of Ontario, I've served as the honorary patron of the Canadian Foundation for Physically Disabled Persons over the last nine years. It has been such a distinct privilege. Once again, my sincere congratulations. May you all continue to do such good work for years to come. And we express yes. Expressed our gracious thanks to the Honorable Elizabeth Dowdswell for her remarks today and for her nine years of service. Now I'd like to invite to the stage Paralympian, former president of the Canadian Paralympic Committee, Patrick Jarvis, now of the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame Selection Board, and Amy DeMello, Director, Workplace Accommodation and Ergonomics for CIBC, our presenting sponsor to the stage. They will help us induct three extraordinary people to the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame. Thank you, Rob. And since you opened it up with the 33rd anniversary to bring your wife to a luncheon that's been paid for by somebody else, <laughs> I thought I'd share the advice Rob gave me. He said, you know, love is blind, but marriage is an eye-opener. <laughs> we'll chat later. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our 30th annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame induction celebrations. Again, my name is Patrick Jarvis. I'm a member of the Hall of Fame Selection Board, and on my script it says, share a bit of additional background about yourself. I will keep it short. I've had the distinct pleasure of being at, in some fashion or another, in some type of capacity, of 17 Paralympic and Olympic Games. Only one is an athlete, and unlike those individuals here today that we'll be celebrating, no medals, just a death grip on 11th. 
Every day in communities across this country, people with disabilities are making important contributions to the world we live in. There are also people who have made extraordinary contributions to enhance the lives of people with physical disabilities, raise awareness, or increase opportunities. Each year, we are delighted to add to the great record of achievement, and today, we welcome three new members to the Hall of Fame. Just before we officially do that, I would also like to thank the members of the 2023 Hall of Fame Selection Board who are with us today. Don't be shy, just maybe a wave of your hand when you hear your name. The Honorable Condonino, John Downing, Dr. Jamie McDougall, Janice Martin, Jennifer Robbins, Jeff Thiessen, and Mark Wafer. Thank you for your work and a thanks to everyone at the CFPDP. Now, what we're here for, let's meet our inductees. For 2023, our first inductee is in the athlete category. Chantelle Benoit is widely, widely recognized as the greatest female wheelchair basketball player in history. She made the Canadian national team in 1984, just one year after she first started playing the sport. And her remarkable success lasted over 25 years. As a seven-time Paralympian, Benoit won three gold medals and a bronze. She is also a member of four-time world champion teams. Benoit's dominance on the court earned her the nickname, the Michael Jordan of women's wheelchair basketball. Her contributions to the sport and advocacy for inclusivity led to her appointment to the Order of Canada in 2018. As well, Benoit received the International Wheelchair Basketball Federation Gold Medal Triad Award for her impact on the sport's growth. Today, Benoit remains active in the wheelchair basketball community and her legacy as a player and ambassador continues. I am pleased to present a remarkable athlete to be inducted into the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame, but unfortunately other circumstances have precluded her from joining us today, but I understand that an individual who knows something about Paralympic medals will be accepting this on behalf of Chantelle Benoit, and it's Jeff Adams will be coming to the stage. much uh, on behalf of Chantal. Uh, when she called and asked me to accept this award on her behalf, uh, I was honored. I can't think of another athlete that I admire more. Uh, I am I, a track athlete. I was a track athlete, but I started my career in basketball and uh, was on teams that competed against Chantal. Uh, I was often matched up against her and I'm not saying that um, having to play against her had anything to do with me abandoning basketball and going to track, but there was an effect. <laughs> she destroyed me <laughs> as she destroyed most of her competitors, if not all of her competitors, and she took that uh, ferocity and tenacity 
uh, into her, her business life that, that, that continued after her sporting career uh, after she retired. So it's, it's a great honor. She's asked me to thank everyone in attendance, the, the selection committee, um, special thanks to, to his, uh, the Honorable Vim Kochar uh, in particular, and uh, she regrets uh, immensely not being able to be here with all of you today. Thank you. Still reading from the script, don't let him get off the stage. Okay. For those of you, you can learn more about Chantel and the other inductees again in the Why Not magazine on your table. Now, I am pleased to present a remarkable builder inductee for 2023, who also unfortunately was unable to travel to Toronto to join us today. The Right Honourable Stephen J. Harper dedicated significant efforts and resources towards improving the lives of people with disabilities. As Canada's 22nd Prime Minister, he empowered a team in Cabinet and through federal appointments that would help make the life better for the disability community at large. The Harper government initiated and implemented more than two dozen key policy areas that help persons with disabilities. This includes the Registered Disability Savings Plan, which was introduced in 2008. The Harper government enhanced the Opportunities Fund for persons with disabilities. This program is designed to help individuals prepare for, obtain, and maintain employment or self-employment. And it was through the Enabling Accessibility Fund, established in 2007, his government funded programs to improve the accessibility of public spaces and workplaces. The Harper government also helped to advance the Paralympic movement. Initiatives included financing for the 2010 Winter Olympics, sorry, and Paralympics. I was on the committee, had to join the two, the Games, but for the Winter Paralympics in Vancouver. Ongoing annual funding for the Canadian Paralympic Committee, as well as support for the Special Olympics. I am pleased to present a remarkable builder to be inducted into the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame. And if I could draw your attention to the screens, please. Greetings, everyone. I'm sorry I can't be with you this evening, but I'm greatly honored to be inducted into the Disability Hall of Fame. And I really accept this honor, not on my own behalf, but on behalf of the government I led and the many people in it who were committed to this cause. I think, obviously, of Vim Koshar, who as senator and citizen has spent many years advocating for this cause. I think of the late Jim Flaherty, who really drove a lot of the policy detail in this area, it was a great passion for him. And of course, the Honorable Stephen Fletcher, who made history and was an inspiration as Canada's first quadriplegic to serve in the Parliament and Cabinet of Canada. Once again, I want to thank you all very much for honouring all of us, and I wish you all a wonderful evening. This brings us to the third induction today, and an outstanding achiever is who qualifies as our third 2023 inductee. Michelle Stilwell is a remarkable individual who has succeeded in multiple domains. A six-time gold medalist in wheelchair basketball and athletics, she is the only female Paralympic athlete to win gold in two separate summer sport events. She represented Canada at four Paralympic Games and won a total of seven medals in her career. Stillwell is also a nine-time world champion 
and multiple world record holder. However, in addition to her athletic accomplishments, Stillwell has excelled in both politics and business. She served two terms as a member of the Legislative Assembly in British Columbia, so will always remain honorable to me, and was the Minister for Social Development and Social Innovation. Stillwell's an active member of multiple national and international boards, and for 15 years she oversaw all operational aspects of an international public speaking company. I'm certainly most pleased to present a remarkable achiever to be inducted into the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame, Michelle Stillwell. I just want to take a moment to thank the Canadian Foundation for Physically Disabled Persons for the honour and the privilege to join 123 other incredible individuals, many who I consider friends. Um, I'd like to acknowledge uh, Rob Snook for nominating me for this award, who he obviously recognised or felt I was deserving, and then the um, selection committee for agreeing with him. Um, you know, it's not lost on me that what brought me here today. And I would say it's three things that I'm extremely grateful for. The first is my injury. And many might think that's kind of odd, but my injury is what opened my eyes to the barriers that are faced for people with disabilities. I started living the life of constant obstacles. And it allowed me to um, find my voice and start to use my voice to advocate for others. The second is my family. And they have always been there to support me, to encourage me, to tell me that I can, that it didn't matter what the obstacles were, there was a way to find a way around it. So they always had my back. And then the third is sport. Sport gave me the opportunity to persevere, to find that determination, to dig deep, to reach my full potential, to showcase on the international stage what was possible. And those three things together led me to a life in public office. Let me tell you, not everybody wants that. <laughs> But those three things together gave me my voice, gave me that opportunity to advocate, to push for positive change, to create opportunities for those people who couldn't, who couldn't speak up, who couldn't make those opportunities possible for themselves. So for all of those things, I'm extremely grateful. I thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for this privilege. Thank you. Pause for photos. 
You're listening to AMI-audio's coverage of the 30th Annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame Induction Ceremony. I'm Jacob Shamansky here with Andy Frank at the historic Fairmont Royal York Hotel in Toronto. And as the inductees are exiting the stage, last little comment is, Michelle, I have probably hung more gold medals on you than any other athlete except perhaps Brian McKeever, who I got the pleasure, and Mark and a few others that I've had the honor of handing out medals to, which hardly made up for the 11th place finish, but it was extremely exciting. Congratulations again. I will now turn things back over to our MC, Rob Snook. You should always be careful when you insult the MC, and he's going to be the last person to speak. While you were speaking, Pat, your wife Lisa texted me and said that she thinks you should take Rob and Pam out for dinner tonight on their anniversary, and simply because you now get the uh, senior's discount, so <laughs> just saying. It's just a text from Lisa. I'm just reading it. Congratulations to all of our award winners, and uh, Michelle, I think the question that hit me when I was nominating you is, why is she not in already? Because she's amazing. So again, let's hear it for all three of our winners. The King Clancy Award is our next focus. The award recognizes individuals whose outstanding accomplishments have helped to increase public awareness about the potential of persons with disabilities. Through their efforts, these individuals have inspired others to reach for their dreams. CFPDP, the foundation, established the King Clancy Award in November of 1986 to commemorate the contributions of Hockey Hall of Famer King Clancy as an inspirational humanitarian. And I'm honored now to present the 2023 King Clancy Award to several recipients who were unable to join us at the Great Valentine Gala in February. Many Reason, the reason was in many cases because they were still competing in their sport and in their training. And now they are able to join us today. Ladies and gentlemen, our 2023 King Clancy Award recipients are medal winners from the Paralympic Winter Games in Beijing in 2022. I'd like to now call George Presbolowski and Tony White, today's event co-chairs and directors of the foundation, and Brooke Hustis, the VP Enterprise Crisis and Business Continuity Management for Scotiabank to the stage. I've noticed that whenever uh, George and Tony come on the stage, the music comes, so I think they're expected to do a little, maybe a little two-step or something. Um, in addition to being a diamond sponsor for the 30th annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame induction luncheon, Scotiabank has been a generous, ongoing partner in CFPDP's Podium Fund for almost two decades. CFPDP created the Podium Fund in 2004 to provide financial rewards to Paralympic athletes who win medals at the Paralympic Games, winter and summer. So this continues to fill a decades-old void. George, Tony, and Brooke will join me for the King Clancy Award podium check presentations to our Paralympic medalists. And the 2023 King Clancy Award recipients with us today are from the sport of alpine skiing, 
He took a bronze medal in Beijing in the giant slalom to match the one he earned in Pyeongchang four years before, and by the way, won another medal at the World Championships this past winter. From Gatineau, Quebec, Alexis Guimont. Alexis is receiving his award and having his photos, I'll introduce our next winner. This alpine skier is part of a dynamic medal-winning team. In Beijing, this talented athlete and trusted guide helped his visually impaired racing teammate, Mac Marcoux, to a silver medal in the downhill. If you want to know more, you can read about their exploits in his book, More Than Meets the Eye. From Ottawa, Ontario, Tristan Rogers. Maybe what we'll, have, we'll do is we'll have a couple of athletes on this side and then the other athletes will line up on the other side so we can get everybody wide on the stage. Eight more. Okay. So four and four, George says, and he's in charge. So. Our next award winner has an impressive collection of 11 medals collected over the last several Paralympic Games in biathlon and cross-country skiing. At Beijing 2022, he added one, two, three, four more, including gold in the 10-kilometer biathlon event. The pride of Prince Edward Island, Mark Arens. told me that he doesn't live in PEI anymore, uh, but he lives in Calgary area, or at least in Alberta, and he is going back there tonight to, to the island, so I'm sure they'll be thrilled to have him on Prince Edward Island. Also, from cross-country skiing, this athlete stood on the podium three times in Beijing, including bronze in both the sprint and 18-kilometer distances, and he and three others were relay medalists as well. Amazingly, it matched his three medals won in Pyeongchang. He's been a world champion, and today he's a King Clancy Award winner from Bracebridge, Ontario, Colin Cameron. Our next winner is also from cross-country skiing. After winning one medal at Pyeongchang in 2018, she doubled down to win two in Beijing, bronze in the 12.5K biathlon, bronze in the 15K cross-country, the pride of Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, Brittany Hudak.
Our next winner has already been mentioned today. He has been here before. He has been on top of podiums countless times, but we'll count them anyway. It began in Salt Lake City over two decades ago, and he's now piled up 20 Paralympic medals, 16 of them gold, including a hat trick of gold in Beijing, covering distances from 1,500 meters to 20 kilometers. From Calgary, Alberta, the great Brian McKeever. Always hard to follow Brian McKeever, but I think you'll be impressed. Also from cross-country skiing, and I think a protege of the McKeever's brothers, possibly, she managed an impressive haul in China with two golds, a silver, and a bronze. And if you add to that the three medals from Pyeongchang, she's got seven. And the other interesting number is she's only 22 years of age. She's also been a world champion, and we're proud to have her as a King Clancy Award winner, the pride of Salmon Arm, BC, Natalie Wilkie. Our next winner is a multi-sport athlete. She was a wrestler and competed in triathlons when she was younger, but after an injury ended her Olympic dreams, they eventually transitioned into Paralympic dreams. And she won two medals in 2018 in Korea and another last year in Beijing from North Vancouver, BC, Emily Young. Our next athlete was a key player for Canada's para-ice hockey program for a decade more. He was part of a medal-winning team in Sochi in 2014, a medal-winning team in Pyeongchang 2018, a medal-winning team, silver in Beijing in 22. Amazingly, this Afghanistan war veteran started his career as a, as a skater, transitioned to become a goaltender, and became one of the very best in the game. From Quebec City, Dominic LaRocque.
and also from para ice hockey. He made his first world championship team in 2021, helped Canada to silver. Made his first Paralympic team in Beijing, helped Canada to silver. He's got the potential to patrol the blue line for Canada for years to come. From Edmonton, Alberta, Brandon Sisson. It was impossible for us to find one athlete to speak on behalf of everyone, but we decided to ask one anyway. And so the very difficult task goes to Mark Arenz, four-time medalist in Beijing, who will speak on behalf of this group. Mark? Thank you. And on a heartfelt thank you from on behalf of all the athletes here, um, everyone here recognizing the achievements that we've been able to pull off here in Beijing only a few months ago, it seems, but I'm sure it's now a couple of years as we look forward. But also this, the recognition of this support and achieving dreams, as the Honorable Vim co-chair mentioned this morning, this is, or earlier, it's about achieving dreams. And I think this recognition of the King, King Calancy Award is a part of that recognition and not only a motivation for most of us, I believe, to continue for another two years and until the next games um, in 2026 and making the next round of dreams possible and making sure that we dream even bigger. So thank you for all your support and thank you for this uh, wonderful afternoon. Thank you. You're listening to AMI-audio's coverage of the 30th Annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame Induction Ceremony. I'm Jacob Shymansky with Andy Frank, the manager of AMI-audio. We are at the Fairmont Royal York Hotel here in Toronto. And they're, ju they're just on the stage, Jacob, uh, taking some pictures, lining mm -hmm. up the King Clancy Award winners behind our MC. And uh, so we're just going to take a couple of seconds here to take a, take a few snaps. It's a very, very impressive and uh, good-looking mm -hmm. group on the stage right now, uh, receiving this uh, recognition along, of course, with uh, previously with Michelle Stilwell and uh, Chantal Benoit mm -hmm. and uh, Stephen Harper, who, Jacob, I understand, uh, this, not everybody knows this, but you had an encounter with Stephen Harper once upon a time. When I was eight years old, I got the opportunity to shake his hand, and when he asked me how old I was, uh, I told him I was eight years old, and in my eight-year-old wisdom, I asked him, yeah, and how old are you? <laughs> and he actually replied, he said he was 44 at the time, which, I mean, good for him for going along with my silliness. <laughs> and that was the extent of your conversation. That was the extent. You didn't yeah, get into no. any heavy international foreign policy or anything like that? No, 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 I wasn't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say, yes, um, the, athletes, the athletes uh, at Beijing performed incredibly well in 2022 at the Beijing Games. Let's go back to the stage. Uh, Rob Stokes going to talk us out. Uh, Kelly and Rami are standing by at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time as usual. Tony and George are going to stay on the stage because we have some draw a draw to do here. We're going to draw a business card for our door prize. And remember, you must be present to win. 
and that draw is happening momentarily. There we go. Here come here comes the draw. Right. There, gentlemen, they, someone do the honors. They got one of those uh, cylinders that people people put their business cards in and they mix them up. And we'll do play by play. Yeah, we're just winding the drum. There we Tony's go. Tony's opening the door. Tony's going to dig out the ticket. Comes across the blue line. It's not a Powerball winner. <laughs> I'm afraid it's going to be my own card. Tony's afraid it's going to be his own card. In which case, we will demand he puts it back in and redraws. Shall I announce? Yes, please. The winner appears to work for Deloitte. <laughs> Would Farah Ali please come to the stage? There we go. We have a lucky winner, Jacob. Lucky them. They get to stay a night for free at this year Fairmont Royal York Hotel in Toronto. Uh, I'm jealous. I am too. I've never stayed here. I've been all, when I used to live elsewhere, I came to Toronto on business many times. And this is one that wasn't usually on my company's approved hotel list. <laughs> no, only the select lucky few get this as their uh, default hotel of choice when they travel for work. I usually got the quality in or something like that. Uh, it has quality right in the name. Again, that was the Fairmont Royal York gift certificate uh, for one night here at the beautiful hotel. Now I'd like to introduce uh, Tony and George, who will each uh, share a thought as well, our co-chairs for today. Thank you, Rob. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for supporting the work and vision of our foundation. You all make it possible. My goodness, this has been a remarkable event. As co-chair of this afternoon's landmark 30th Annual Disability Hall of Fame Induction Luncheon, I would like to begin my remarks with congratulations to our 2023 inductees. You have joined a group of remarkable Canadians that is now 126 strong. You have achieved so much, inspired so many, and created positive change. Our King Clancy Award winners are such incredible athletes. Your determination, grit, and success make us all so proud. You have inspired us as a nation. You have accomplished what many would believe is impossible, but you have done it. Congratulations, athletes. Thank you to Patrick Jarvis from the Selection Board for stepping in for the Honorable David Crombie, who has chaired and nurtured the Hall of Fame for 30 years. Rob Snook, our incredible MC, we always are so thankful for everything you do. I would be remiss if I did not recognize and thank Team CFPDP. I especially want to give a special thanks to Rob Hamm, He's sitting out there somewhere. Our master of IT for shouldering the demands of our team and carrying out no fewer than a thousand tasks or more. And of course, Christine Payne, whose tireless energy and brilliance, not to mention her organizational skills and diplomacy, yes, she has to work with us, have made today happen. 
Dorothy Price has been a wonderful and helpful mentor to our CFPDB team. Thank you, Dorothy. Thank you also to our event volunteers, Jan Verboom, Ivy James, Sarah Darluccio, Clarissa Gregorio, Fatima Kanji, and Dion Pinnell. Lastly, I want to recognize the man who has made all of this happen for almost 40 years, the Honorable Vim Kochar. His many accomplishments, unmitigated enthusiasm, relentless drive, good humor, and leadership over nearly a half century to encourage, assist, and honor Canadians with physical disabilities and those who support and encourage them are unparalleled in Canada. I have known Vim since the early 1980s when we were both members of the Toronto Don Valley Rotary Club. He had visions then which none of us but Vim could hardly envision, let alone make happen. Vim pushed us all forward, and with his leadership, he accomplished what we mistakenly assumed was the unaccomplishable. I could go on and on about Vim, but I would probably get unduly emotional. So I will stop here and just say a huge thank you, Vim, from all of us. We have to cut in here as we're out of time for the coverage of these 30th annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame induction ceremony. I'm Jacob Shymansky with Andy Frank here at the Fairmont Royal York Hotel. This is the end of the broadcast segment of our show. We'll stick around a little bit for the podcast. But on behalf of AMI-audio, uh, thank you so much for listening. Andy Frank is the manager of AMI-audio. Sam Baba is the technical producer, along with help from Grace Caulfield. And I'm Jacob Chamansky. Thanks so much. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a privilege to co-chair this event today with Tony. Uh, he covered many of the well-deserved congratulations to our 2023 inductees and the 2023 King Clancy Award winners who are with us today who weren't able to be back in February. We could not be prouder of these impressive individuals and what they've been able to accomplish. Tony also expressed our sincere thanks to many of the people who helped make today possible behind the scenes, and as many as you know, this is probably one of the most important roles that many people play, and we want to thank them and Rob for thanking our sponsors, lead sponsors as well. But there's still one little bit more to, to offer thanks. Our Canadian Foundation has a very dedicated board of directors who passionately serve the organization year-round. Tony, Vim, Rob, Beverly, and I are part of that team, and so are several others who are with us today. And I just would like to give them some recognition. Faye Blackwood, Brian McLean, David Ford, and Maureen Harquail. In addition to some of the supporting organizations that Rob recognized earlier, I would like to also thank a few of our inaugural sponsors, specifically from the commercial real estate community. Those of us who know me 
realize that I do need to give some recognition to many of the people who worked with us for 30 odd years. They include Granite Reed, Kevin Gorey, CBRE, Oxford Properties Group, and Kingset Capital. In fact, Kingset donated their eight seats to people with disabilities so that they could join us today and attend today's luncheon. And finally, before I thank uh, and bring back Rob Snook, I want to be able, ladies and gentlemen, to thank all of you for joining us today. With your support, the Canadian Foundation has undertaken many very significant and rewarding initiatives for the past 40 years, as you've heard, since uh, 1985 when VIM began this entire journey. Many of these were, are featured in the Why Not magazine that each of you receive at your table. When you have an opportunity, please take a few minutes to review some of these initiatives which have led us to being named the Foundation of the Year back in, 19, in 2018. Thank you so many others who I could go on and, and go on with, and we appreciate your support. Thank you for attending. We extremely are grateful. Thank you. Two really good, hard-working gentlemen, and we really appreciate their support. Uh, we want to let everyone get back to their life, uh, although I know half of you are going to sit here for 20 minutes and chat anyway, which is amazing. But we're going to let the f wrap up the formal part of this program momentarily. Don't forget to start thinking about who you might nominate for the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame for next year. By the way, our next foundation event is the 40th annual Great Valentine Gala on February 10th of 2024. Huge celebration for the foundation community, the CFPDP community, and we have spent four decades, many have spent four decades, to raise awareness and create real change. And do you know who the entertainer will be for our Great Valentine Gala? None other than Rick Mercer. So we are absolutely pumped about that, and he'll be bringing uh, all kinds of great energy. He's a lover of the Paralympic Games and the Paralympic movement as well, so we can't wait for that. So many of the other people have already been thanked. I want to thank you for coming. Take your magazines. See you next time. Thank you so much for being at this Canadian Disability Hall of Fame luncheon. God bless. That officially concludes the 30th Annual Canadian Disability Hall of Fame induction ceremony. That's the last time I'll have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? It is, yeah, but I've gotten the hang of it at this you've, point. <laughs> you've done better than I've ever done with that. Well done, man. Congratulations to the three inductees as well as the ten recipients of the King Clancy Award. Uh, Andy, do you have any closing remarks before we sign out? This was a super well-organized event. Uh, everything was uh, worked like clockwork. The food was fantastic. Uh, everybody was treated really, really well. 
an amazing amount of smiles in the room, a lot of uh, happiness going around, and uh, I thought it was an, an excellent event. And it's uh, in keeping with uh, what AMI does. We, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we we're not uh, syrupy or saccharine about it, but uh, I like to think that we do try to convey both the positive and the realities of, of you know, people's lives with disabilities, and it's important to celebrate. Uh, the accomplishments and uh, the, some of the things that motivate other people to go and do things that maybe they weren't otherwise inclined to do. So this is one of those events. That's right. It's important to keep a balance between the the reality check that we always need and the celebration, the positivity, because there is a lot out there to be celebrated, as you all heard today. Andy? Jacob, thank you very much. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, thanks to Sam Baba and thanks to Grace Garfield for uh, their work and also to Leanne Brown, who is uh, a genius behind the scenes technically for us at AMI. We'll come back again in February. I'm pretty sure we're going to be here and you'll all get to hear Rick Mercer do his thing. Um, It's going to be fun. Yeah, and uh, I might invite you along, Jacob. I'm not sure. We'll see. Uh, I'll be available. All right. I'll I'll, I'll leave my schedule blank. (laughs) All right. See you later. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.